listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. We're late again. A little bit. My fault. My bad. (laughs) This episode, if it has more ums and uhs than it typically does, the reason is I've got a really busy week, and this one is getting thrown up in a hurry. Just put up so. raw audio, you know? <laughs> Don't not even put the music yeah. in it. Yeah, just. nothing. Just us talking. That's fine. Yeah. Earth Oddity in the Raw. I've already came up with a title. We can get like a naked picture and put it up of <laughs> both of us. I have one yeah. out there. I appear, well, I may be naked. I found a bunch of pictures the other day okay. over in the garage. <laughs> I may be naked in it because there was one in there of me naked from behind, and I had about the same length hair of me playing the guitar. Uh-huh. But I remember having shorts on, like rolling them up to make huh. it look like I was naked. I'm assuming That's on my Instagram for all you ladies. You can request to follow me if you want. I'm assuming you were not playing the guitar behind your back. No, <laughs> no I was not. Yeah, I, I'm like the I look like the naked cowboy. I think that's what I was going for. I don't know. Okay. In that same lot of pictures that I found are pictures I put one on my Instagram the other day of me and all my crew. And well, one guy, he's like an auxiliary member mm-hmm. of the crew. Every friend group has that one guy. Well, he was who's like kind a, of along for the ride. No, he like orbited around us and would hang out with us at times and then go back out. He had a lot of different friend groups. Okay. Yeah. He was just down for a party, really, mm-hmm. is what it was. But anyways, there are several other pictures in there, including one one guy pointing a pistol at another person. <laughs> And nobody in, in those pictures remember them being taken. My my friend Paul offered a good hypothesis because of this friend, the satellite friend. That's a good way to put it. Okay. Um, that he would just come along for an adventure every once in a while to up his cred with everybody else. Right. Oh, but anyways, it was pretty amazing. In those pictures is a picture of me behind totally nude. <laughs> I don't remember when that was taken. I mean, I know where I was, what time frame it was, but I don't remember who took it, why it was taken. Not, I will not be putting that one on Instagram. And I'm assuming that the Walmart one-hour photo, was, yeah. they were just cool. No, they're down with it. It's <laughs> art, baby. It's art. Yeah. I have a, this is too early in the show to talk about this, but somewhere in my house, I got a picture of Deidre in her bra and panties. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. I just don't know where it is, and one day my kids are going to find it. (laughs) And then it's not the fact Are you sure it's it's in your house now? Are you sure it's not in the last house? No, no, no. It's in my house. I remember finding it when we moved because I didn't know where it was before then. But uh, I'm not worried about them seeing her in underwear because that's the same as her in a bikini. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not not like she's in lingerie Mm -hmm. or anything. She's a standard bra and panty set, you know? Right. Uh, Like JCPenney. Yeah. Uh, magazine. But what I don't want is is it's going to lead them to think that there are other more racy pictures out there in the world, and there's <laughs> it's not. It's just the tipping yeah. point of the iceberg. Right. I've been photographed <laughs> nude way more, any, <laughs> as far as I know, 100% more than my wife has. So Okay. Yeah. Well. Anyways, there we go. So, yeah, you can follow me, ladies. You want to check that out. So. I don't even remember what my Instagram handle is, but you can find me. I'm out there. I'm friends with yeah. Tiny. There are no nude photos of me. <laughs> I would say, so you know, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't. There was a time when I was skinny mm-hmm. that I wasn't afraid of my 
nude body. <laughs> now I'm repulsive. <laughs> yeah. I've lost. You had to cultivate yeah, right. that Baptist shame yeah, right. that most of us had, you know, burned into sure, us. Sure, right. I was proud. I was skinny. I looked good. <laughs> I was too skinny for a long time. But ar- around the the time I was getting my picture made, like that age range. <laughs> okay. I was down for it. You All know? right. Make a little side money, new modeling down at the down at the art department. It was the way to go. Mm-hmm. You know? I was proud of it. Man. Yeah. I wish Will Smith was here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Will Smith, I don't believe that it's real, you know? There's, I've seen a lot of uh, conspiracy, theory. conspiracy theories on, on Facebook. Yes. Sure, because there's a conspiracy theory about everything. <laughs> right. I don't hey, think it's The real. best one I heard was at work. Someone said that it was staged, it was not real. But it was staged by the Illuminati oh. because they want people to feel like they can go up and hit somebody anytime someone says something they don't like. Okay. I like that dude. Probably the most credible yeah. theory no, I've heard. That that's that's a dude I would hang out with. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I already know him and I would get along. Yeah. I would enjoy just talking to him. <laughs> I miss Gabe. You know, it makes me think about Gabe. I miss him so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't. I think it's fake, but because I mean, Tiny, would you let a man slap you and you not try to slap him back at least? <laughs> you know what? I I like to think that I would be composed enough not to. Yeah, but I really don't think I would. Yeah, I don't think I would either. Like, I think I would probably laugh about it. Like, ha ha ha! I can't believe it, and go over there and act like I'm going to shake his hand and be nice. Yeah, that's when you sucker yeah, punch right. him. <laughs> yeah, he hits you right with a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I I just, like, I would be like, look, Will Smith, you probably about to beat me up, but that ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'm not, like, I get losing a fight is not a big deal to me. I've lost many fights <laughs> in my life. It's fine, you know. Fixing to whoop you here to Bel Air. Yeah, right, man. Like, look, you can't be hitting on me. Because like, I made a joke about your wife. There were people who were making jokes about bald dudes forever. Credit to men, once again. For not being violent when we get bald jokes, <laughs> and jokes about our hair falling out or anything, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Credit to men. So I guess Will Smith is a man. So he got violent. So, hmm. hmm. I got a little bit of a mental pretzel there. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't like it. How about odd news this oh, week? Oh, dude. I got some good ones this week. We're going to talk about the AARP. We're getting nice. closer to retirement age. Kid Rock and a lady who got a tattoo. Okay. Yeah. I have a story about cremation and the rapture. I have a story about robot goats. Okay. Running theme. Well, robots is a running theme on the show. <laughs> sure. But I wanted to start with this one, and this one comes from CNN, so <laughs> your mileage may vary on the truthfulness of it. <laughs> <laughs> But the headline here is, is a recession coming? Alan Greenspan says the answer is in men's underwear. Okay. <laughs> so for those of you who may be trying to to figure out what in the world he means by that, he says that uh, he sees the that underwear sales can be a key economic predictor. Hmm. Sounds weird, right? But it's just one of the many strange ways experts try to predict booms and busts. Uh, this is Alan Greenspan, uh, the person who wrote this article. He once told me, or he didn't write the article, but he's being interviewed. He once told me the garment that is most private is male's underpants because nobody sees it except people in the locker room and who cares. 
Well, well, look, dude, some of us are hanging out with other people. Like, we're not yeah. in the locker room all day long, okay? Well, those sales are usually stable. And so there's on the few occasions where those sales dip, that means that men are so pinched that they are deciding not to replace their underpants. Sure. The men's underwear index, which apparently is a real thing, <laughs> it backs up Greenspan's theory. U.S. sales of men's underwear fell significantly from 2007 to 2009. So, oh, yeah. Thanks, Obama. Cor- <laughs> sure. Sure. Well, that was when we bailed out everybody, right? Yeah. yeah, okay. But then the sales gained steam again in 2010 as the economy recovered. Analysts are always searching for signs that might predict a downturn. Just as a stampede of animals fling to higher ground can be an early sign of a tsunami, the same rules can be applied to the state of the economy. It's why there's been so much chatter lately about inverted yield curves or the phenomenon of short-term bond rates going higher than long-term yields. It's thought to be a sign that recession is looming, and for good reason, it's happened before each economic recession since the 1970s. But there are a number of less technical and more fun measures of economic downturn, and they don't all revolve around boxers and briefs. Here are a few of the strange but semi-accurate ways economists track the health of the U.S. economy. There's a skyscraper index that was uh, created in 1999. There's the lipstick and <laughs> index okay. that was started in 2001. And there was also the, uh, what, what do they call this? I don't know what the index is called, but apparently people watch uh, dating sites and see how many oh, yeah? people are active on dating sites. I to call whether the, the old horniness index. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So uh, Alan Greenspan says that, uh, according to men's underwear, at least, recession could be looming. What do you think? Well, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because men will hold on to a pair of underwear (laughs) when we have to. Yeah. I'm of the opinion you shouldn't spare any expense in underwear. You know, Mm -hmm. only, only the finest garments for me, you know? Right. And Deidre bought me some new ones. I do not like them. I wear one every once in a while just to let her know. You know, like, I, I appreciate you making the effort, but mm-hmm. I don't really like them. I'm sticking mm-hmm. with old faithful. But yeah, I don't me think- on the other hand, I'll go commando. So oh, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. I need, I need two layers between me and the world. You know, <laughs> got to have it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I feel like if you're looking for indicators that we're having or we're going, might be going into a recession. That's a smart thing to look at. Mm-hmm. Gas prices, inflation may have a little, might want to pay attention to that too. You know, uh, turn our focus to some more important good stuff. Indicator. Yeah. Let's, let's turn ourselves and, you know, our attention to more important yeah, stuff. Yeah. What was going on last time gas was over $4 a gallon? Oh, I don't know. Was <laughs> I it? do. I remember. <laughs> I don't even remember when it was that high. It was back during the that know, recession. Yeah, during okay. that recession. It makes sense. See, I delete. Okay. I, you know, my brain has only so much memory, and I just have to delete some. Well, I was actually talking about it to the guys at work, and I'm not trying to sow FUD amongst our audience, but uh, I remember because I work in a tire factory, and yeah. the department that I work in is primarily like racing tires, off-road sure. racing, like short track racing, right? all that stuff. Tiny's taking care of your favorite drivers out there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That you've never heard of. <laughs> Join the Patreon. There's a rally car driver somewhere in the Baja Peninsula <laughs> that is doing a good job because of Tiny. 
Well, last time gas hit four dollars a gallon, and like racing ceased. Yeah, not right. totally, but almost. There Everything wasn't any. Then the 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 major league circuit, and they cut imagine. our department way. Oh wow, way down. I don't know. It could it happen again? Well, yeah, it absolutely could. Sure. I hope it don't. Right, <laughs> I'll say that. Well, you've been there a long time. You ought to be way up the ladder. You're like all the underlings get cut first, right? I mean, that's, I how, mean, it that's how it works. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean. But I may get put on a job I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't could. like the one I'm doing now. You don't? I really don't want them to stick me on something else. <laughs> <laughs> What's the job you want there at the factory? Oh, man, dude. I want to retire. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> That's a good goal. <laughs> but there's not like a specific like you drive the forklift all day or whatever, you know, no, like well, a see, great that job, job. Don't pay anything. It's a good. Uh, it's a great job, but yeah. it don't pay anything. Oh, so yeah. you got to the sucky jobs pay more. I like that. <laughs> that's a good plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's the way the world should work. Um. Okay, let's talk about the AARP, Tiny. Let's do it. Um. Which we're racing towards joining, by the way. <laughs> the AARP is starting up a social network, and they're going to try to lure users from Facebook. Everybody's <laughs> starting a social network. I mean, if they just wait a little bit longer, won't Facebook primarily be used by the AARP? Well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that was my main joke. <laughs> also... Could be great to get all the boomers off of Facebook, you know, towards this. Hey, we may need to encourage them. Right. Yeah, you know, all pretend that it's real cool or whatever, and then they can get over there and complain about Biden by themselves. <laughs> and, you know, we can have an Earth Oddity right. AARP page. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Let's be over there talking about, you know, people sag their pants. I was at the grocery store and this young man had his pants. Yeah, you know, all these old geezers. Earth Oddity over can there. start selling life insurance. <laughs> Yeah, well, we would dominate the old people. I think old people will love us. I'd have to get a little less crass. If they can learn how to use an app sure. on a smartphone. Well, they get pretty we savvy. Would, we would dominate. You know, I really like we taught my grandmother how to use, you know, email and all that. Mm-hmm. But I was getting forward, you know, like for this to 20 people <laughs> for a good long while there. Yeah. You know, until that Yahoo address, I forgot to log in and had to change a new one or change to a new one. Mm-hmm. She, could, she couldn't. Couldn't update an address book as right. beyond her right there. Anyways, yeah, so Facebook turned 18 last month, and it's developed something of a reputation for being the social network for older Americans. The reputation is not unearned, according to a Pew Research survey. Nearly 70, 72 Americans over the age of 50 use Facebook. Wow. Yeah. They're in there taking everything too seriously. <laughs> Sharing recipes, you know. Um, Treating, uh, sharing fake news like it's real. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Every day I see something. You're just like, that's obviously fake, you know. But, but they don't know. They don't hang out on the internet like Today, we do. Today, I don't want to name any names, but there's a young dude. I saw he posted oh, yeah? a link. And he was like, I'm never drinking Fairlife milk ever again. I don't know. And what's you, Fairlife doing? <laughs> well, you click the link. <laughs> And it was one of these like undercover animal rights groups. Oh yeah. But the video was three years old. Uh, <laughs> like it wasn't even recent. <laughs> somebody just going in on Fairlife. Yeah. I imagine there's probably a lot of or could be a lot of corporate espionage done on 
like that. Mm-hmm. Like, let's take an old PETA video. Say Fairlife's out here abusing cows. Yeah. Just upload it from an anonymous account. Their sales goes down. Ours go up. Not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm not nefarious. <laughs> <laughs> and Spiller Furniture would never engage in practices like that. Right. But I'm for hire to do that for other companies. You know, right. I feel like I could be pretty good at that, <laughs> stirring some stuff up. Anyways, back to the geezers getting on the AARP Facebook. They're going to call it the uh, Senior Planet Community, a social media network that encourages users to join pre-existing groups around shared interest, including gardening, travel, fitness, food, and technology. Hmm. Um, technology. In, <laughs> who's going to be leading those? Mike Hogue. <laughs> Dude, he would make a killing. You know how much money he would rake in as a senior adult like social media star? Yeah. Oh, God, he would be so good. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Mike Hogue prayer group over on the over on Geezer Facebook. <laughs> on the old Facebook. Oh, man. Yeah, he would rake it in. We need to get him on this tip, man. Oh, uh, uh, it says it feels like more of a pared down version of Reddit or a small collection of forums. The social network was developed by a- an AARP affiliate, Older Adults Technology Services, or OATS. Stuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they got to eat for breakfast. Keep their fiber and all that balance. Uh, started out. I'm being incredibly ageist, you know. <laughs> yeah. I take back it all. All right. Um, Oates started out giving computer classes to older folks in New York City and, and has expanded its physical footprint over the years. During the pandemic, those classes moved online and senior planet community grew from that transition. So anyways, blah, 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 blah. We're getting the old people off of Facebook. <laughs> we can Facebook is tired of their reputation. That's right. <laughs> of the boomers. No, Social yes. media. But that might be the best thing ever, you mm-hmm. know, because you don't want to see like your weird niece, you know, sharing some like party pics. <laughs> yeah. Party pictures or, you know, like capitalism is the death to America. You know, that makes like old people stroke out. They can't take it, you know, like they don't, they're not built to take that. They're going all mad. Like my granddaddy fought in World War Two. And now you hate it, you know, and that's your blood kid. They're in there fighting on Facebook. It's ruining people's relationships. Get all the old people on one thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let the rest of us have it back. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but uh, apparently Elon Musk, this past week, he was uh, dropping hints about maybe starting his own social oh, yeah? media. Everybody's Which, why getting you Because yeah. that's, what all the, sure. that's what all the cool people are doing these well, days. Wait till they see Oddbook. <laughs> Oddbook. <laughs> be like me, you, and Stan. <laughs> Only three people signed up for it. <laughs> Be good. Yeah, yeah, it would be an exact. Uh, it'd be a website that just mirrors our Discord. Is <laughs> what right. It would be. <laughs> oh, you know what I thought about this week? What's that? Is uh, how have we not gotten take? Like you know, our, our show will upload to YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the audio, right? 
How well, it we used not... to. I think they. I think they quit doing that. Oh, auto, okay. automatic. You can still do it, but I think you have to do it manually. Oh, okay. And I just haven't bothered but with it. In like, a long how time. is not some like algorithm AI bot not taking down some of those episodes because of something I've said along the way? I think it just don't get the views. Yeah. Oh no, I think it that's has, it. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if we could just do a lot of really crazy <laughs> stuff on YouTube, <laughs> and nobody, you know, just tell people not to watch it, just be out there for forever. Yeah. Nobody to even know about it. I was listening to an interview with a guy one time, and he was talking about like uh, there's a lot of which it makes perfect sense. And I'm not saying that big tech isn't censoring conservative voices. Sure, I think it's obvious to anyone that there's a lot of bias there. A little bit. That, <laughs> I mean, no reasonable person can say that. It's not. Said when you get like a message from on Instagram or whatever from like your favorite conservative outlet saying. You know, we've just got banned from from Twitter. Right. You know, blah yeah. blah blah. You got to help us support the fight. Yeah, they say the people they love getting banned. Getting banned from Twitter oh, yeah, is sure. like getting up on Christmas morning yeah, because right. that's when they see a huge influx of oh, yeah, dollars people, from their supporters, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, I'm mean, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, y'all figure it out. Y'all don't need my money. <laughs> you know, yeah, Babylon, yeah, but you don't need my money. You guys <laughs> seem to be doing all right over there. Yeah, I'm not yeah. giving y'all five bucks to get back on Twitter. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Well, it'd be interesting if Elon starts one, if it would be successful. You know, like, will people use a platform like Twitter to go to another platform? I don't know. Look, I'm not a futurist yeah. or whatever, but I don't know. I think I maybe see a future where there's not one giant social media that everybody uses, Yeah, but it's far more segmented. Like, like forums yeah, were back right. in the day. Yeah. You know, if you were, if you like the Grateful Dead, you were on the Grateful Dead forum. Grateful Dead.net, baby. <laughs> I think that's yeah. going to be the future. Right. And, you know, we, I like, I like minds. Well, I like Frank's speech. I don't know why it's terrible, but you see what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Didn't Trump have a, a social media site? Yeah. I don't know. How he was that's trying going. to start. Yeah. yeah. It was called Truth Social. Truth Social. Trump yes. never lies. He got a hole in one the other day. <laughs> he was playing golf. He got a hole in one, and he wrote this because you know, like Trump was this it on, issue. Uh, was it on like video? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so he really people, did. Like professional golfers, he's playing with some professional golfers. Witnessed it and all that. Yeah, like it's right. legit. He got legit. Got a hole in one. Nice. But he wrote that. You know, like he'll just write press releases now. You know, like, <laughs> yes. like look, dude, man, you had your time and spotlight. Just cool. You know, be cool. Are you really the shadow president or what? You well, know? he keeps saying he's going to run again. Well, so but, and I, but I, if so I wanted out. to stay relevant yeah that would be a perfect way to stay relevant but just keep dropping hints that you're going to run again he was like i i, I made the most beautiful shot it's like the rumors going around and i wanted to verify that it is true i made the most beautiful <laughs> shot greatest like, shot ever yeah like on par five or on a par three hole number five at the beautiful marlar marilago golf course <laughs> you know, i'm playing with these people it was like I hit a slight draw that came back in and bounced about five foot out and went in the hole. It was like a beautifully crafted thing he wrote. So, yeah, he got a hole in one, man. Well, good for him. Yeah, good for Donald, man. That's cool. I'm glad for him. Can't wait for Snopes to fact check it and say mostly false. <laughs> yes, enough. he hit a hole in one, but it was at his own golf course that he's probably played for years and years and years. Why do they hate him so much? They, I mean, it's, everybody. It's Trump derangement syndrome. The people who hate Trump hate Trump. Which, don't get me wrong. He's not the most lovable person. No, no, absolutely. I'm not saying he's great. But why are they so fired up about him? 
I, I don't know. I guess yeah, because just, he says mean things on Twitter. I don't know. Like he, number one, or he used to. He don't now. <laughs> no, that's true. He's he's funny. Number one, he is funny. I mean, like intentionally funny, and also unintentionally. Like he's Both. funny to laugh at. You know, <laughs> yes. But he's funny, man. And what? Well, <laughs> And I get it if his politics were different, but I don't get it, man. They get well, so saying, fired everyone up. Everyone universally loved him until yeah. he ran for president. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. Everybody <laughs> thought he was the coolest dude in the world. You know, maybe yeah. a little weird. I don't get why they hate him so much. I don't hate, you know, I don't hate anybody that much. You know, I, I hate the devil that much because I love <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate anybody that much. I will say this. I was talking to a dude in the break room at work last week. And he was like, they, it, they tried to impeach Trump three times, <laughs> and nobody has said anything about impeaching Biden. That's right. And I was like, well, now, wait a minute. Okay. You got to have the votes, number one. <laughs> okay, yes. The, all the impeachment proceedings of, of against Trump were bunk. Yeah. We know that now. Yeah. But. There are people out there who don't believe that, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. What it is, like objectively people have, like legit people have came out and said, yeah, you know, all this is kind of not cool and everything checks out like Trump said it did. Right. You know, and they're like, well, they don't believe it. Hmm. I, I don't get it, man. It's like they're messed up in the brain. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, anyway, to, that's got to nothing to do with yeah. Biden. I was like, right. look, you, I don't like everything Biden has done. Sure. I don't think there's a human on the planet that I agree with everything they've said sure. and done ever. Right. But you have to like commit like high crimes or treason to sure. get impeached. Right. And yeah. you can't impeach Biden yeah. for like being old and saying a bunch of crazy stuff. Right. And I, you know, like, why do they try three times? You know, like, well, because like, the first two didn't work. Just give that's up. That's why. You know, like, you get one <laughs> shot at it. I feel like that's legit. <laughs> then it's petty. You're like a, you're like a girlfriend that got broke up with that can't take it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's weird. Well, anyway, moving along here, how about robot goats? Kawasaki, they introduced their first ever rideable robot goat. Wow. And because I know you're curious, yes, you could hypothetically make love to it if you wanted to. True. Hypothetically? What are you talking about? <laughs> Imagine a robot. What comes to mind? Well, for Kawasaki's robotics division, the answer is a goat. Mm. The Japanese manufacturer unveiled Bex, its rideable robot goat, to over 140,000 visitors to the 2022 International Robot Exhibition, the world's largest robot trade show, which was held in Tokyo March 9th through the 12th. This robo-goat is a byproduct of Kawasaki's humanoid program, which recently unveiled Kaleido, which is a robot engineered in a joint effort with the University of Tokyo. Kawasaki's video shows an all-white Bex, which was named after the Ibex, which was a, is a goat in the Middle East, slowly prancing around the perimeter of an enclosed stage and as rather ungoat-like lights flash along its neck in horns. The goat bot moves in a fashion similar to Spot, which was a pop which is a popular uh, quadruple robot from Boston Dynamics. That's those little robo dogs that are. Yeah, right. They're going to take us, uh, chase yeah. us down in the streets. Yes. It walks around kind of like that. Uh, says that it can be seen doing all these things, but then uh, someone came up and, and jumped on the back of it and just rode it around. <laughs> so. Okay. Wonder what the top speed on that bad boy is. <laughs> 
Uh, it doesn't say here. It also doesn't say how long he can go, like on a single charge, either. Which they, I mean, I guess they may have had him like plugged in. You know how long you needed to go, or the <laughs> robot go all night long, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Says it can carry up to two hundred and twenty pounds and would be ideal for large factories, farms, or large factory farms. <laughs> <laughs> the upper body is modular allowing owners to remove the goat section for added utility and visual strangeness. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Robot goats. So first it's a uh, robot trucks. Yeah. Robot goats. And what's next, Tony? Robot <laughs> cops. Robo cops. <laughs> Robo cops. <laughs> They, they've got the the robotic security guard. Didn't that's we do true. a story on yeah, that way back right. in the day? Yeah. It didn't. It got stuck somewhere or something like <laughs> it that. It didn't carry a gun or anything. It was yeah. basically just a camera. It was an iPad, right? That would roam around the mall yeah. looking for certain people <laughs> yes. who I guess were loitering around too long or something. What was I watched a YouTube video one time of these people who were like sending an iPad or something on a little robot on a cross country trip. You know? Oh, yeah. And it made it like 20 miles, just got torn up and destroyed. Future robots are going to remember that. That's right. (laughs) Are you trying that in the United States? That ain't going to happen. Kid Rock. Oh, yeah. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. We were just talking about Trump. Kid Rock says, Trump sought his advice on North Korea and the Islamic State. Huh. So Kid Rock making foreign policy decisions. Maybe that's why they hate Trump so much. (laughs) You know, kind of all makes sense now. Well, considering that the state the world is in, would it be too much to ask for Biden to maybe get his opinion on Russia? (laughs) (laughs) Look, people forget how instrumental Dennis Rodman was in in North Korean talks. (laughs) He was. You know? Like Dennis Rodman, greatest rebounder in NBA. Which history. don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not like we're BFFs, but it's been a while since I've heard any like nuclear talk. That's true. From from North Korea. Yeah. yeah. They released a hot video this week. Okay. Yeah, like a North Korean propaganda video mm-hmm. came out. Oh, it's pretty awesome. I was fired <laughs> up. I was ready to go over there. Uh the rapper Kid Rock says Donald Trump once asked him for advice about U.S. policy on the Islamic State and North Korea. In an interview with Fox News host Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Of course. <laughs> what a combo, Tucker and Kid Rock. Um, I hate to miss that. The mus- musician also discussed cancel culture, uh, claiming to be uncancelable. Which he probably there's I, enough I, rednecks out there. I was about to say I I mean he he very well may be yeah. And the con- coronavirus pandemic uh, on the latter, referring to Joe Biden's chief medical advisor, he said F Fauci. <laughs> okay, little crude, little crass. <laughs> I would like to also point out to our listeners, Kid Rock, not a Southerner. He's from Michigan. He is Southerner by uh, what's the what am I trying to say? He's a carpetbagger. He, he, he cosplays <laughs> yeah, as a Southerner. Right. He cos- <laughs> Not a Southerner. We don't claim him. I know he lives in Nashville now. 
He ain't one of us, all right? <laughs> he ain't a true son of the he South. He just, but I mean, he's such a perfect model for Southern culture, though. <laughs> no, he does a great job. He with aspires it. He is, to be. <laughs> he's what happens when, uh, when rednecks get money, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like if anybody ever wondered what Even happens. Even though he's from Michigan. Yeah, right. But I mean, if, if, you know, like your uncle Earl slipped and fell in Walmart and got a check, he would be dressing like Kid Rock tomorrow, which is still in his wife beater, but he'll have like a fur coat on and a top hat. You know? <laughs> That's just what they do. They don't know what to do with money. Yeah. Spend it on crazy. Just have a gold chain that he bought at like the kiosk in the mall. <laughs> Joe Rogan said his house looks like the White House. Oh, for real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got all this property and he built like, on the outside, it looks like the White House, but when you go in, he's got like a bowling alley. Sure, he's got like you a jacuzzi know, like for stripper people, poles and all that. Stripper poles, yeah. all that stuff. He's sure. got an elevator, huh? And it, <laughs> he said that uh, usually people, like rich people, when they get an elevator, they want to like hide it yeah. and like blend it in. Yeah, right. He's like, no, I want a gold elevator <laughs> right here on the other side of the front door, so everybody knows I got an elevator. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> like. <laughs> If some of your relatives or my relatives won the lottery, that would be them. You know, <laughs> like we'd go to their house and be like, "Check out this elevator, Tiny." You know, I got it right here where everybody can see and when we they would want to hang out at their house all the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you telling me you wouldn't want to hang out with Kid Rock? I would love to hang out with Kid Rock. Absolutely. Yeah. Politics aside, that's going to be an awesome time. You know, and yeah. I wouldn't bring up, but you'd to be too busy, like, you know messing with skanks and doing whatever else it is he does, smoking cigarettes and all that, you know, doing riding in a Trans Am, stuff like redneck stuff, rich yeah. redneck stuff. Yeah. All right. So uh, because of his role in the federal response, oh, he's talking about Fauci. Nobody cares about Fauci anymore. Coronavirus is gone. Ukraine is in. We're yeah. all Ukraine all the time now. I will say I'm not a huge fan of Dr. Fauci either. Oh, yeah? The you only like thing it? he ever did that I agreed with was testing sand fleas on beagle puppies in Africa. <laughs> Stuff, man. Jay Barker feels the effects of that today. You know, it's generational timing. <laughs> that kind of abuse, you know? <laughs> I mean, it it's to his core, yeah. really. You can look in his eyes, and he's like, please, Dad, don't let the sand police get me <laughs> like they did my ancestors. <laughs> um, so uh, Kid Rock described himself uh, as definitely a Republican on fish, fiscal issues and the military, but I lean to the middle on social issues. That's every redneck <laughs> in America, you know? That's a lot of Republicans. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's everybody, really, yeah. you know. Um, and if we're being honest, can we can we just admit that Republicans tend to be fiscal right. when they're not in power? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, here's where he's going to lose you, Tiny. I'm no fan of abortion, but it's not up to a man to tell a woman what to do. <laughs> and as an ordained minister, I don't look forward to marrying gay people, but I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> he's an ordained minister. <laughs> I wonder what school of, <laughs> school of theology he graduated from. Fascinating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would like to know, you know, like his position on so many theological issues. <laughs> yeah. You know? Anyways, in the aftermath of the Trump presidency, such judgments uh, have been borne out. Oh, where he's talking about 
He played Barack Obama's inauguration, even though I didn't vote for him. I didn't agree with his policies, but there was an exciting sense of change in the air. That promise hasn't ever been fulfilled. The country is more divided than ever. That's well, amazing. He yeah. played at Barack Obama's yes. inauguration. They didn't know. They thought he was like an undercover Lib, you know, out there, I bet. Rock star and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Which, I mean, look, if you're a rock star or, or really any kind of entertainer and you get invited to to perform at yeah. the inauguration, does it matter yeah. what president it is? Why would you not? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no I know. I yeah. would. Yeah. If Joe Biden had said, you know what? I want John and Tiny to come do their podcast at my sure. inauguration. We would have been all in. All in. Yeah. <laughs> Probably both of us would be bigger Biden fans today than we are than we are right now. You know? Yeah. We would probably be more on the Biden side of things. I mean, I would have still voted for Kanye West. <laughs> but <laughs> sure, you're a man of principle. And he respects yeah. that. Joe respects that. He's a, he he knows. So in the aftermath of Trump's presidency, such judgments have been borne out. Carlson and Kid Rock have emerged as a particularly was a particularly divisive primetime president. This is a Guardian article, so they're going <laughs> to, of course, slam everything. See, he's like, I was there with Trump one day when he ended the caliphate, Kid Rock said, who was born Robert Ritchie. Um, he wanted to put out a tweet. I don't like to speak out of school. I hope I'm not. But the tweet was, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, you know, if you ever join the caliphate, you know, trying to do this, you're going to be dead. (laughs) And Kid Rock was like, hold on now. (laughs) No. He goes, what do you think? So he's asking Kid Rock for his his thing. And he goes, uh, I said, awesome. I can't imagine. I can't add any better. But then it comes out and it's rewarded and reworded and more political to look politically correct and just be afraid, whatever that means. Huh. Of course, Kid Rock's probably all coked up while he's doing this thing, too. <laughs> yeah. Too bad Trump couldn't have bounced all his tweets oh. off Kid Rock. <laughs> I feel like Kid Rock with Trump's like a definite yes man. You know, like he's not a guy that's gonna say, no, nah, it's a bad idea. Right. He's got a long history of making bad decisions. And but Think about all the Trump tweets. I mean, as, as much as Trump tweets, sure. think of the ones that we didn't get yeah. where he had somebody in the room right. who was able to call him and yeah, say, no, no yeah. don't tweet that. Right. No. If Kid Rock had the been there, we would have got those tweets. Trump's like up in the middle of the night going to the bathroom, <laughs> just firing off tweets. Some advisor dives in there with him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I'm. I miss Trump, dude, like on Twitter. <laughs> it was it was great. He was great on Twitter. And he would get everybody all stirred up. You know, there was always that one dude that commented the first time. You know, he was the first comment every time. Yeah. You know, be like, you're destroying democracy. <laughs> Russian, you know, you're a Russian puppet. Well, I've noticed this. Any, like, political figure, if they have a sizable enough following yeah it don't matter what side of the aisle they're on oh yeah you go and look at their replies yeah and like the top i don't know 50 are all going to be negative sure no whether it's nancy pelosi or whether it's uh ted cruz well this dude i think was like i I, in my mind he's an obvious bot or something (laughs) right because it was immediately the first comment on every trump tweet ever in the history of twitter you know Mm -hmm. and it would you know when he was president and it would just be, you know, like, yeah, you can't believe you don't care about, you know, <laughs> whatever. And that's just how it goes. Man, I miss him on Twitter, though. He's so funny. 
I can't remember. He wrote a tweet one time and it was a rap, like it rhymed and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he was talking about Kanye or something. <laughs> and it was amazing. I was just reading it at my house. I was like busted out laughing. It's like, this is awesome. You know? <laughs> remember Kofefe? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, he just, he's a madman. Man, I don't know why people hate him so bad. He was so funny. Okay, Tiny, we got a mystery to solve. Okay. A mother is searching for a man whose name she had tattooed on her rump on a holiday. Um, it's a common problem. Yeah. A mom. This is British. That's making me turn my phone sideways. I don't like using my phone sideways, by the way. I'm anti it. I got pop Unless someone's filming. Yeah. No. Yeah. You got to film sideways. <laughs> it's so difficult. What's going on with my phone? Okay, a mom is looking for a man whose name she had tattooed on her bum a decade ago during a girl's holiday abroad. Kaylee Williams, who is 32, made the spontaneous decision when she visited Magaluf with four friends in 2012. Kaylee got the tattoo after the friends bumped into a group of lads who were on a stag weekend together. I think we all know what happens there. <laughs> We've seen those movies before. Names get tattooed on, Names people's, get tattooed on people's wrongs. <laughs> a man from the group offered to pay for her to get his name on her bum. Why wouldn't you? Sure. <laughs> Do you know? But- Anybody in the audience out there, I'll pay for you to get Earth Oddity Podcast on your butt. Do you know Mud Hut has your name tattooed on his butt? <laughs> Nice. He As absolutely he does. <laughs> I'll get him to show it to you when he's here. Nice. One time. Whenever I can convince him to come on. He's <laughs> he's afraid the deep state will come out after him, you know. Well, now we can't protect him from the deep state. Yeah, I know, I know. And the Illuminati. <laughs> right. He's a man of many talents, but I really want to have him on the podcast. Maybe a Patreon only episode that will make no sense to anyone, but he and I <laughs> will have so much fun. Okay, so the guy's name was Daniel Ford, and she got it tattooed on her left cheek, and the man (laughs) paid 30 pounds for the tattoo. Realizing that Daniel Ford had returned home to Cardiff the day after, she's never seen him since and wants to get back in touch. Kaylee, a support worker uh, from Hereford, said, I was on holiday in Magaluf. And I am a bit of a party animal, and I was just having fun with my friends. Now, you know, I told you you didn't read the article earlier. (laughs) This is why I was scrolling for this picture (laughs) right there. There it is, Daniel Ford. Daniel Ford. (laughs) Neat handwriting, nice font. You can still read it after all these years. I don't think I could do a full butt picture, you know? (laughs) I would just pull down and show you the cheek or whatever. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's wearing the appropriate underwear. Sure, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, she is. To display, his she name. was prepared. Yeah, she's a thong girl. A thong girl <laughs> will get a tattoo of a stranger's name on their butt. That's just the way it goes. I will say, if that tattoo was backwards, I would have thought she just sat on a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said she saw all the guys. They were dressed as babies getting a tattoo. Seems like a wild group. Uh, They said uh, they had diapers on and everything. I was walking past and I was drunk. Out of the blue, something popped into my head and I thought, I'll have a tattoo. Quite a lot of people do when they go to places like Magaluf. I guess that's how you say it. I'm sorry to anybody from (laughs) the mother country of Britain for mispronouncing it. Every time you say that, I think Magabuff. (laughs) 
better than MAGA muff. Uh, <laughs> what's so funny is I said that you won't have any time to edit it out or anything <laughs> like that. The guy who I was chatting to in the group said, why don't you have my name tattooed on you? I'll pay for it. At first, I thought he was joking. So I did, and he paid for it. And the next morning, he was gone, basically. And so now after 10 years and a refusal to get rid of the tattoo, she's decided to try to find him on social media. So this is the guy who got away. It took her 10 years to go. Maybe I should look him up on Facebook. <laughs> and, and she it, is a party animal. And she wouldn't get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's like, like the way it's written, it sounded like she could have, <laughs> you know, but she was like, "No, I cannot erase. I cannot laser the name right. of this man dressed as a baby that I ran into one time." She's probably like every girl with a feather tattoo. That's like, this is just part of my story of who I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is just who I am. My tattoos tell my story. So she started to try to look him up, and I'm thinking, she says, I'm thinking I'm trying to find him. It's his name on my bum, after all. She says, we have a Daniel Ford, but I do not know if it is a Daniel Ford or a Daniel Ford uh, or different Daniel Ford. Uh, I'm waiting for him to open the message. It will be good to get back in contact with him just to see if he remembers. If I do manage to find him, I have no idea what I will say to him. Maybe I'll offer him his money back for paying for the tattoo. Who knows? So, hmm. how do you go 10 years and not try to find the dude? They were. This is 2012. Like, social media was already a thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I would have found him, like, the day after, I guess. Or, I mean, at the very least, the very least you could have done was wrote up, like, a little missed encounters story on uh, Craigslist. Remember those? Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> I wrote a few of those just like crazy just, ones in my yeah. life. You know, like I, I saw you at the Walmart. You had on Wranglers or whatever, you know, just seeing what I would get. I got a response from a guy one time because, of course, I wrote as the woman, right? right? And he wanted to meet me. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm just playing a joke. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, you know, like, I mean, it was college. I just came home one night, decided to post a personal about, you know, whatever it was, seeing you seeing you in your Dodge truck. We locked eyes in the parking lot. You <laughs> that know. dude was probably super pumped. I know. <laughs> and then you just crushed him. <laughs> like, we locked eyes across the cart corral as you drove past <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. I tried to do him so funny because it made me laugh, and I'd tell all my friends, they'd laugh about it. And one time, that dude, I just had to, be, I had, I had to rip the Band-Aid off on him. Okay. Anyways, all that to say, I wouldn't imagine that a lady who got a stranger's name tattooed on her would be the best decision maker. And maybe it didn't dawn on her to look for the dude for for a decade. Mm -hmm. He's probably like married with kids. His wife's going to be like, what if she's like, who's this lady sending you thong <laughs> pictures on Facebook? What if uh, what if she's like built this guy up in her head like he's just a dreamboat? <laughs> he's like the coolest you know? dude. Yeah. He was just a drunk guy. I don't even remember it happening. <laughs> like those pictures I found. Just don't remember them happening. All um, right, John. Well, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Have you done all your stories? I think so. I think okay, that was the last one. We must have. I was about to get into Cajun Curl. I was going to slide in it. Oh. I was going to be like. I had one more. So <laughs> How did we get off? Somehow we just do yours. Somehow we got switched up, but uh, John, I hate to bring us down, but we need to talk about something serious here, okay? Okay. 
A funeral home is being sued after a man hoping to be raptured was accidentally cremated. Okay. <laughs> and that nullifies rapturing, right? <laughs> because we know God is all powerful. Sure. But uh he can't put together burnt he's pieces. He's got this thing about fire, I guess. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, they used to, you know, burn <laughs> incense and all that. I mean, I guess some churches still do. All the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Not even God. <laughs> a Jonesboro attorney has filed a lawsuit against a Little Rock funeral home after his client said that the funeral home cremated their loved one against their wishes, preventing the deceased from being raptured following the second coming. Okay. This sounds just like a money grab, right? <laughs> a little bit. But we got to have a reason to file suit. Which, I mean, you would think a, a funeral home cremating your loved one when yeah. you didn't want to be cremated. Sure. You think that would be cause enough. You think they're probably like, look, next one's on us, guys. <laughs> we got it all. No, you know. Because, I mean, some people do have like a, a funny thing about cremation. Sure. Or I guess all kinds of stuff. Really. I don't want to be cremated at all. I so, want all the chemicals. I want archaeologists to dig my body up and right. be like, this guy had a nice blazer on when he died. You know? <laughs> he was probably royalty. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Well, if if you were accidentally cremated, like it's Tiny's first day on the job. <laughs> Here he is sobbing over John's coffin, and he accidentally hits the red, big red button. Sure, I <laughs> you, go up and, and you smoke. go in the oven. <laughs> like that's reason enough, yeah. for your family to get a lawsuit, right? Something you like. I say you think they'd be like, "Look, next one's free," or "Look, <laughs> all right, all you know, everybody in the immediate family, we're covering all your burial costs, right? You know, uh-huh. something like that." I, I. I would think you would offer that first. And maybe they're like, no, you know, Uncle Joe wants to go to heaven. And well, <laughs> you took that away from him. Now he's going to hell. He's already burned up. Well, anyway, according to the suit, Harold D. Lee of Pauline, South Carolina, wished to be buried next to his parents at, Quit- at Quitman, Arkansas Cemetery after he was found dead on Thanksgiving Day in 2019. Oh. The lawsuit filed by Brandon Lacey of Lacey Law Firm on March 8th said Harold was transferred Roller McNutt Funeral Home based on his final wishes. The six-page suit stated that family made arrangements with Roller McNutt Funeral Home for the purposes of the transfer, funeral arrangements, casket per purchase, and internment. Mm-hmm. Being extremely religious, the suit stated that Harold... Stickly desired not to be cremated as he believed his body would be raptured following the second coming. However, the funeral home notified the family on December 10th of 2019. December 10th, man. That's a little bit of time, right? I mean, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's Thanksgiving. And it must not be Baptist. You know, we put yeah. them in the ground quick. Uh, it's three days you're in. They had accidentally Oof. cremated the body. Whoops. You know, that's a tough... <laughs> They're like, hey, Joe, bring, well, bring out Mr. Johnson or whatever, you know? And he rolls his body out. They're like, no, that's that's Mr. Smith. They're like, wait, wait a minute. That's not, that's not Johnson? Man. If you're the funeral home, can you... Uh- can you call the family and be like, okay, how how bad do you want that open casket? Well, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you just put the other body in there. Yeah. And you pull the old switcheroo, and then you just be like, look, we recommend no open casket. And if you do open the casket, he's got a ski mask on. <laughs> <laughs> 
You don't know. He called up here. He called up here a few months ago and said he wanted to have a ski mask on. And so we did it for him. He said he didn't want the devil to recognize him. (laughs) He said he thought his face would get cold going through the clouds. And he wanted a ski mask on. (laughs) The suit stated that the plaintiff, Eunice Lee, Harold's wife, was violently shaking in shock when she learned of the mistake. Well, she's thinking she's not going to be in heaven with him. She's going to be a single lady up there. I mean, a lot of single men in heaven you can find, you know? Lacey stated that the funeral home's actions caused Harold's family extreme mental and emotional distress after failing to abide by Harold's demands. Roller McNutt waived the cost of the funeral. (laughs) This was on us, guys. Apologized for the mistake and returned the $5,000 it was paid in burial insurance after the mistake was made, according to the lawsuit. Hmm. Harold's family is asking for financial restitution and to recover damages. An attorney for the funeral home, Michael Harrison, admitted his clients cremated Harold but denied all other allegations by his family, which... What are the other allegations? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I would think, well, maybe if they don't do this, they will now. They would have a like, you know, uh, hey, if we mess up, you can't sue us. Paperwork you have to sign or whatever. I don't know. Because you got to think, you know, like, Papa goes in and, and then it's time for open casket. He don't look like he did. You know, mm-hmm. Of course, he's dead and he's not going to look like he did. But, yeah. And now we're going to sue y'all because we're mad. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Something like that. Well, anyway, that's the end of the article. But, uh, I mean, you know, I, I believe the Bible. I believe sure. that a rapture's coming. Sure. But I don't think people who've been, who died in a house fire. No. <laughs> I don't think that they're excluded. Right. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I, too bad, guys. Too bad. Maybe if there's just something there, if they can salvage something, you know, they got a femur, you're going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's ashes left, right? You get that little urn. Yeah, right. So, you get an urn. Yeah, yeah, you'll be okay. Or like, won't you? Well, you know, my buddy was telling me his uh, his mom and dad are cremated, and he was like, they just give us gave us their ashes like in a little plastic bag in a in a nice little box, and mm-hmm. that was it. I guess you could choose to buy an urn or whatever. But he was like, and then I called about. He's like, I was my parents were just kind of sitting in my closet. For a while, <laughs> he's like, I, I don't know what to do with them. And he was like, and then I thought, you know, look, I'll just go, I'll, I'll get a little spot in the city cemetery and I'll bury their ashes there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he called and they were like, he had to pay all this money to get these special boxes to put them in and everything. Are you serious? Because he's like, I did that for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> did he say which one? And he said, yes, he says his mom. And then he was like, I went out there and I put her in and he was like, I kept dad around and he was like, and then, you know, one day I was like, I need to get him in the ground. I just went out there with some post hole diggers. <laughs> he went there. I was just fixing to say, you know what I would have done? What? I would have mixed them together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just went out there one day with some post hole diggers and dug and put him in the ground. He's like, I ain't heard nothing out of the cemetery. I ain't heard nothing out of the city. Mm-hmm. It was a city cemetery. That's, I think, why he had to jump all those yeah. hoops. So anyways. Let's talk about Cajun Curl by Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support 
the one and only original sponsor of Earth Oddity Podcast. Really, Brandon, one of the few people who has any faith in us at all. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> one day, maybe we will take off. But we want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. Um, you can order their spice right there. Uh, on their website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, it's the spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on it will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blend Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowell's Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, Mart's Mart in downtown Northport, South's Finest Meats, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you'll also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. You know what I was thinking while I was reading that? It's like one day when we are super, like we're like Rogan famous, right? Mm -hmm. People will come to town and visit all those grocery stores because we (laughs) mentioned them, you know? They're like, we went to the Lurley (laughs) Wallace. Here's my selfie on Instagram. We're at the Lurley Wallace Piggly Wiggly, you know? That'd be and great. You're tagging Cajun Curl. Sure, in their right. Instagram yeah. posts. Yeah, Brandon's a millionaire, and it'd all be because of us, <laughs> yeah. you know. And he'll be in debt to us for our life. We and get then, like do Walmart our and Target, they start trying to jump on and say, "We we sold Cajun Curl yeah, too." And right. we're like, "No, nah, nah, you didn't. Y'all are the originals. <laughs> y'all sell it now. Yeah, y'all you sell are it by back the truckload there. now, yeah. but not back in 2022. Not, not back in the South's finest meat days. <laughs> 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 what do you say we listen to our audience? Oh yeah. We have a couple voicemails. Hey, John and Ponty. My dad, a longtime listener, recently joined the Patreon and wanted to know if he could get an 08 IO for the Buckeyes. It'll make them feel better since Mama embarrasses them every time they've played each other. <clears throat> Peace out. <laughs> Thank you so much. We do have a new $10 patron. Oh, okay. A Mr. Josh Dodd, and we will be shouting him out later. All right, Josh. But uh, until then, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it tastes bad in my mouth, but since he is technically our boss now, I'll say go Buckeyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. They beat us, was it 2013, 2014? We yeah, thought of them yeah. in the semifinal. No, year. we forgot to run our Heisman Trophy running back <laughs> the entire second half. Yes. Derrick Henry, the, yeah. like the beast of a man he was and still is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just forgot we had him on the team. <laughs> yeah. Greatest part? Nope, that was the Oklahoma game we lost in the Sugar Bowl. Was when that lady like jumped over like three rows of people to get in a fight. Have you oh, ever yeah. seen that video? I remember that. <laughs> the Alabama fans just like from Sweetwater somewhere. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, but she was fired up. She's jumping to fight some little college kids. Yeah. That's just how them Bama women are. A little feisty. Yep. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, bud. Yes. And tell your dad, uh, super cool of him to oh, yeah. donate to the patron. All cool dads do. 
All right, uh, and we got another voicemail from Stan. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Stan. Um, got a few things for you today. Uh, y'all were talking about Mammals. I got a little story for y'all. When I went to Mammals on a class trip years ago, the only thing I really remember from it, I remember a lot of Indian bones and stuff like that, but I also remember getting in trouble because this little kid smarted off and I threw him down one of the hills. <laughs> yeah, I got in a little trouble for that. Who was I it? I don't remember why I threw him down the hill, but I threw him down the hill. I'm sure he deserved it. Uh, John, you were talking about the mind and, uh, you know, the mind symbol and this and that for the football team and y'all were joking about that. Well, the mind's actually had a sport. Um, we call it death ball. And, uh, Y'all can look into it. I can't remember exactly. It's got a big long word, but uh, basically the losing team would uh, pretty much die and they would uh, use their blood. You know, good things. Y'all were talking about Kanye West and all that. And, you know, look in the history of John Long and look at the history of Pete Davidson. John is actually a poor man's Pete Davidson. Really? I mean, that's about it. He just, you know, he just is. Uh, referring to Jacqueline, uh, no need to worry about nuclear war. If it happens, you know, us over here in America, we got exactly 28 minutes. And you know the government's not going to tell us anything. So <laughs> we won't actually point. know anything. Uh, unfortunately, Canada is closer, so you'll have less time when they're fired off. Just uh, some more good news for you. Tiny, you were talking about, you know, the podcast has been on for so many years and you had not got any death threats. Well, you know, I have it on good authority that uh, Helen Keller wrote a death threat to you, but uh, you threw it away because you thought it had hanging chads. Yeah, I know that's sad. Uh, just come up with that myself. What are you all talking about that? I liked it. <laughs> Uh, Tiny, I actually sent you a little something too. Uh, y'all were talking about things in the Patreon that would send you to the ER, uh, annually. Well, I sent you a little list there and reminding everybody there's a show on TV called Sex Sent Me to the ER. Pretty good little thing to watch. Alright, that's all I got for you. Sent some Discord questions. Y'all have a good day. Stay odd. All right. Yeah, uh, about no. the Mayans. Yeah. I actually went to Cancun on okay. uh, mine and Tara's honeymoon. Oh, fancy! We, yeah, it was, it was, it was really wow. fun. It was really cool. Wow! Can't hide money, really. <laughs> you can't hide it when you got it. You that can't is the hide one it. time I've been outside the country. <laughs> it was when we went to Cancun. Did y'all go on a cruise? No, we or went to the, we went to like all all inclusive resort. Yeah, we flew. Okay, cool. But we went to Chichen Itza, which Ooh, is the yeah. it's the big giant right. pyramid that you see. Yeah. It's one of the seven wonders of the world now. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. And um, they have a stadium there where they played that game. I don't yeah. know what it was called, but yeah, like it's like a big field, and they got like these big rings, and you would try to get a ball through the ring. Yeah. And the way it was explained to us on the tour, anyway was uh, two men would go in there and I guess kind of like a basketball tip-off or whatever. They would just, they would, you know, tip off. And if you got the ball through the ring, the other guy got his head lopped off. Okay. And that was how the game was played. Are they claiming the Mayans invented basketball? 
I mean, it sounds like you're saying they invented basketball. <laughs> basketball is it's not that far off. If if the hoop was sideways yeah. and like no net, yeah, then yeah, I guess they did. Man, God, they're taking that from us. <laughs> <laughs> I think Naseth was Canadian. I think. But he was, was he? teaching in Kansas when he came up with basketball. Huh. I think I remember that right. Mm-hmm. As a Canadian sister. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Also, we were talking about the symbol, like the eye yeah. and the hand, and the hand. symbol yeah. and how that's cross-cultural. I mentioned a movie and someone texted in uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, yeah? It was oh, uh, Miss Jacqueline. She said it was Pan's And yes, Pan's Labyrinth, there is like an eye in the hand. Huh. But I think it was like the Beastmaster. Okay. Do you remember that movie? I do remember, but I don't remember watching it. I think yeah. he had a ring with an eye in it. Okay. He like stabbed it out or something. Huh. Anyway. Interesting. And then also, uh, Portland Pat. He said, he said uh, What's the hardest part of buying a new boomerang? Throwing the old one out. (laughs) 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 That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You want to answer some questions now? Sure. Now that we've heard from our audience? Yeah. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions for John, you can head on over to our Discord link, our Discord server, link in the show notes. Yeah. And you can head to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel. Our first question comes from Jacqueline. What is your favorite granola bar? Ooh, well, I like Nature Valley protein bars. Okay. I don't have a favorite granola bar. If I'm hiking and stuff, clear bars are good, you know, mm-hmm. but that's not granola. So I, I, I'm i going with Nature Valley, what is it, dark chocolate protein bar, mm-hmm. 10 grams of protein. This isn't a granola bar, but when I was a kid, I don't know if they still make them or not. There used to be these things called breakfast bars. Yes. You remember yeah, those? I remember those. Those were the bomb. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> they were yeah. good. That's our Bobo. He has a question. What is a terrific movie that you think more people should check out? Cool Hand Luke. Cool. That's a good one. I've seen that. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Love that movie. Also, Blues Brothers. Blues Again, Everybody should watch movie. Blues Brothers. And also, Blazing Saddles. I have not seen Blazing Saddles. Oh, Tiny, you got to watch it. It's so funny. There's been a couple of times I've sat down to watch it, but then something happened and yeah. I wasn't able to watch it. It is so funny. <laughs> Carve a little time out. I think I told you to watch Fistful of Quarters, and that yes. one came out good. <laughs> Trust me on Blazing Saddles. All it right. is, is a work of art. I'll have to check it out. I, I Really, I've been meaning to for years, and I've yeah. just never got, gotten to it. Love it. Shout out to my dad for introducing me to all those movies. Still love them <laughs> to this day. If I could only recommend one movie, it would probably be 1985 Surf Ninjas. <laughs> okay. Classic 80s cinema at its finest. If I was going to pick an 80s movie, I would go with Rad. I love Rad. Do you know about Rad, the BMX movie? Oh, Rad's a work of art. You should watch it. I remember it. Weird Science. That was oh, a good one. We all remember Weird Science, <laughs> buddy. We all remember that one. Same for Fast Times at Rit. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, too. Uh, everybody knows about uh, The Breakfast Club. Sure. But uh, there's another one. I think it's called Summer School. It was basically a... I know uh, all about it. <laughs> yeah. It was a Breakfast it. Club ripoff, I yes, think. right. Yeah. 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 Is that the one that had the two guys that were into horror movies? Yes. Yes. 
and their substitute comes in, yeah. and they've got them done up like they've all been murdered. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't remember the girl that was in there. She was beautiful. Yeah. I just remember that. She was like, coming Wasn't she on. like dating her teacher? She was like coming on to him, but I yeah. think he was a man of honor. It was like, no, you know, get away from me, young team. But not at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah well, you're graduated up, now. They end up together. <laughs> Did they? I, I think, don't remember. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'm conflating I, that with like what happened in my high school class. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Which one was that? I don't remember her name. I just remember our, our history teacher. He married. How much do you want to edit the podcast? Because I'm about to blow your mind. Do we need to save this for the patron? Okay, let's say for the okay. Patreon show. Tune in, <laughs> tune in yeah. to the Patreon show. I'm about to blow <laughs> your mind. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, it can't blow my mind more than the police department <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> no, just wait. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Yeah, that was a pretty shocking revelation, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. I remember there was, I want to say. I forgot about telling that story. I want to say there was like a three. Well, I remember like. I guess, I don't know if somebody contacted internal affairs or what, yeah. but somebody come up there and cleaned house. Yeah, no, yeah. It and we had down. three cops on the force. Yes. Because I want to say there was like a three-week period where if I saw a cop car, I knew I could drive as fast as I That's wanted true. to after I saw that cop car. It was a lawless <laughs> d- town. <laughs> yeah. I think that was on the heels of that dude killing those cops, too. That was all like right around the same yeah, time. Yeah. Decimated the police force. It's crazy. That is crazy. Stan asks, would you rather Bitcoin or silver? Silver. I would go Bitcoin. Okay. Run or crawl? Which silver doesn't do a lot, but I would rather have it when the economy collapses and the society falls apart and we're in an apocalypse scenario. That's where I want my apocalypse scenario. Yeah. Yes. But it's going to take more than just the economy. I I don't get it for a retirement plan. That's what I get it for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is for when everything devolves (laughs) and I'm like making my way through the bush with a machete. You know, I've already jettisoned. Dragging your big, huge sled full of gold behind you. And I've already jettisoned my family because they're slowing me down. That's why, (laughs) that's why I'm big on physical gold and silver. Uh, Run or crawl. Run. Prunes or yellow raisins? Yellow raisins all day. I like yellow raisins. <laughs> Nike or New Balance? Um, I Honestly, New Balance. Because right. I love America. It's an American-made shoe. Gin pop or solitary confinement? Okay, first, gin pop, I thought was like a, like a, <laughs> a music genre for a second. Oh, uh, I would take solitary. If I'm in the if I'm in the women's prison, I'm going gin pop. <laughs> sure. Yeah. In a men's prison with a face like this, I would not last long at all. Yeah. Uh, Red Sea or Dead Sea? Red Sea. Bipolar or Tourette's? Tourette's. I worked with a guy who had Tourette's one time. I should talk about that in the Patreon. Would you rather be shot or stabbed? Shot. Stabbing. You have a higher, a much higher percentage yeah. surviving of gunshots than you do a stab. Stabbing is no fun. No. Yeah. Does way more damage. Yes. Usually. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't want to take a shot, a 12 gauge. No, you don't want to yeah. get shot anytime <laughs> right. with anything. Yes. But yeah, I would take a shot over getting stabbed. Uh, Ginger or Mary Ann? Uh, Mary Ann all day. I'm a big Mary Ann. Yeah, who's well. not? The, yes. Like, who are the ginger people in the world? <laughs> yeah. Mary Ann carried that show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, spiller or roly poly? 
I'm Spiller. Spiller. All day. A hundred percent. And barbecue or steak? steak? That's the toughest question he steak. has on this list. Steak. Yeah, that is a tough question, but steak. <laughs> I'll go with steak. A slight edge to steak. Yeah, All because right. it just makes me feel rich when I eat it. Uh, we've got some more questions, but uh, we'll do one more. Okay. Okay, we know of Latter-day Saints. Have you ever heard of former-day Saints? <laughs> what do you imagine they're like? <laughs> they have zero wives, negative wives. <laughs> they're so they have they're they're a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> they're like went so far negative they swung to the other side. Yeah. Well, see, I was thinking the other like I was thinking, you know, Latter-day Saints, they believe that there were saints in right. the latter days yeah. in here in America. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I know. So when you say former day saints, I was actually thinking like primitive Baptists. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I don't know a lot about the primitive Baptists. Yeah, I, you know, you hear, I, you like, you'll ride along in the country and you'll see like a primitive Baptist mm-hmm. church. And I was always like, they should be like in a teepee or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess a kid. <laughs> but I don't know what. Like, are they just super hard line Baptists? I think they're like super Calvinist, and they believe all fun is sin. Yeah, like they <laughs> yeah. they look at a church like ours, yes. not even like a church like Church of the Highlands. Right. They look at a church like ours, yes. and they're like, "No, oh, those there go newfangled <laughs> screens in there yeah. showing the words." Yeah, like you can't clap along to a song you like because sure. that's too much like right. dancing. I got you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's what I, I haven't explored the old primitive Baptist. Maybe I need to return back to that. You know, just become super hard line. Yeah. Yeah. It comes for us all. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, John, as this free show draws to a close, we would like to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of you so much. Thank you so much for supporting us and uh, listening to our show and sharing our show with your friends. We would like to thank those by name who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., our newest patron, Mr. Josh Dodd. There we go. Thank you so much, sir. Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and of course, Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. Yeah. Thank you all so much. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earth oddity. You get to hear Stan's list. <laughs> you get to hear Stan's list. <laughs> yeah. And you get to hear super, super uh, inside, Fayette. inside Fayette gossip. It, it's it's not, I'll just say, it, I think it may be surprising will be the best thing to say. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So anyone who like knows us, yeah, from like grew up in past, past. yeah, you're right. probably gonna want to tune in to yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you you can head on over. There's several different tiers. The five dollar tier gets you everything. We do X. We do extensions on this regular show. Anyway, that's Patreon.com/slash Earth Oddity. Extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, well, we, we've already got. Well, you get a little preview. We're gonna talk about a Red <laughs> Robin in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Yes, and I've also got a Brazilian singer who is hospitalized for holding in her farts. Okay, all right. Who knew she was throwing away thousands of dollars? She could have sold them sure. in jars. Sold them in jars, <laughs> right? Yeah. You got anything else for me in the show? No, that's it. 
You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Auditor. <laughs> Earth Otters. We are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Also, you know, follow us on Twitter. We don't yeah. have a huge following. You can DM yeah. us on there if you sure. want to. Yeah, don't you still, the hunt's still on for me. You know, <laughs> yeah. people forget. Try to find me on Twitter. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes. We have show art, that's on Instagram. That's underscore right. Earth Oddity on Instagram. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? It is 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. Text your dad jokes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. All right, patrons. Well, welcome to all our new Fett County listeners <laughs> who have joined. <laughs> I can't. Wait, <laughs> where we last left off, I made mention of a history teacher who married a student. Right.